hard to believe Labor Day is one week from today, and then after that it is uh, back to school here in the city of Quincy. A lot of districts actually going back uh, this week. Uh, there'll be some uh, activity this week in the Quincy Public School buildings, but students are back next week, so it's a perfect time to bring the superintendent and assistant superintendent back for our what's become an annual uh, back to school update. So Kevin Mulvey, Aaron Perkins, welcome, welcome. Well, Good to Hi. see you, Joe. Thanks for having us back again. <laughs> Absolutely. This is a, a great opportunity to let folks know what they can expect for the upcoming school year. Uh, hard to believe that uh, <laughs> summer has come and gone so quickly. Uh, but let's talk, Kevin, I guess a little bit about uh, how summer has gone for the, uh, for the folks in the Quincy school system. Yes, yeah, summer has been busy, yeah. very busy. We've been uh, busy hiring um, staff uh, all the way uh, from our uh, new administrators that I can talk about today. Uh, as well as our uh, teaching staff and our paraprofessionals and custodians, uh, just all in an effort to get the schools uh, ready to go for our students and families when they return yeah. after Labor Day. Has there been uh, quote-unquote summer school or whatever it's called these days? Yes, yeah, we okay. had a very, very successful uh, summer school. Uh, thanks to the mayor and school committee, they funded a summer school program for us in excess of $500,000, which allowed us to do uh, enrichment in uh, remediation for our students. Uh, and Aaron can talk about how many students we had uh, in that program, but I know that the students and families really greatly appreciated the programming that we had, uh, particularly our enrichment and our remediation programs. But Erin can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, how did it go, Erin? I think it was an awesome summer. Really? I think we had a really great summer in Quincy Public Schools. And as Kevin said, we serviced about um, 1,500 students oh. over the summer. There was something for everyone. Um, and I think that it's really something that we're very, very proud of in the city of Quincy, what we offer for our children, even during breaks, even during vacations, we're able to do that, you know, as a result of the support of the mayor and the school committee. And I think it's not something you see in every district, mm. the kind of programming that we had. We had theater programs. We had, um, you know, uh, our quest program at Beachwood Knoll, which was completely full, the whole building full. We had our um, Bridge to Reading in Mass, so we had literally something for every student, and uh, we're very proud of that, and we're very thankful for the staff um, and the administrators that worked the program and made it possible. I was just going to say, there was this you know, grave misconception that, oh, teachers are off all summer. Yeah. Not so much. So. No. <laughs> we probably, I mean, I want to say it was maybe 200 staff wow. we employed over the summer, maybe a little more. Yeah. Um, so it was a pretty extensive program. You know, I would say it rivaled opening school. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, opening, oh, wow. opening those programs we used multiple buildings you know and everyone helped the custodial staff yes, make yep. it possible because they you know kind of have to hold off to do their summer cleaning until right. after we're done and so the transportation office everybody comes together so that we're able to offer great programming for our students throughout the summer that's great how does uh, that compare to years past you know 1500 this year as compared to a couple of years ago um, it it's pretty big it's, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. so uh, a few years ago prior to COVID COVID, you know, we probably had maybe around 400 oh, wow. students okay. right. um, that we would provide summer programming to, maybe five. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it's it's about tripled, <laughs> you know, that. yeah, yeah uh, what we would have typically done. And I think that you know, again, that is we have a 
very committed mayor and school committee to continuing you know educational opportunities whether that's enrichment or um, support over the summer for yes. those students and families that need it and so we are able to actually be really creative and uh, offer you know some we have uh, civics learning opportunities we have a lot of different things that I think we would not be able to offer if we didn't have that support. Sure, absolutely. You can't have a program without folks to teach it, right? Right, and, yeah, right. And folks to yeah. administer it. So, yeah. very good. Kevin, you mentioned there are some administrative uh, staff yes. changes. Yes, so yeah. when uh, students and families return, they'll see some new faces and some old faces. So, um, we have a new director of curriculum, Michael Morani, who was the former principal of Broadmeadows Middle School, uh, who has come up to the main office, and we thank uh, Mr. Marani for taking on that big responsibility and working with us in school committee to make sure we give the very best curriculum to our students. Uh, replacing Mr. Marani at Broadmeadows Middle School will be a uh, well-known uh, person uh, within the school system. Principal Nicholas Ahern from Clifford Marshall Elementary School will be coming up to take over the middle school principalship at Broadmeadows. Uh, Mr. Hearn is an excellent principal, as all the parents know, so he'll continue the tradition of excellence at Broadmeadows. And um, for um, Mr. Hearn's replacement at Clifford Marshall Elementary School, Heather Patch, as assistant principal, will be uh, promoted to acting principal at Clifford Marshall uh, School, and uh, she'll be doing a great job, as she has done as the assistant principal at Clifford Marshall for a number of years. And lastly, we have a new special education coordinator, Jennifer Leary, who will be joining us uh, at Coddington, servicing special education students district-wide. So it's a, a great team, and we're uh, very excited to have them all on board. They're dedicated, and uh, they serve our students and families very well. Speaking of uh, special education, I want to jump ahead here because uh, I think it's really important to talk about the uh, Rick DeCristofaro Early Learning Center. Yes, the Dr. Rick DeCristofaro Learning course. Center. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're very excited. Uh, we've been working um, with the mayor and his team, Paul Hines, uh, has been supervising the construction of that building. Uh, we're super excited. We've been monitoring its progress um, since its inception. Um, we intend to have, uh, at the moment, a, uh, we're planning on having an uh, opening ceremony for that school on October 22nd, details to follow okay. uh, with regard to timing, um, but we're looking at that October 22nd date. Uh, the building is coming along very, very nicely. It's going to be a state-of-the-art facility for our uh, students, particularly with uh, autism, mm -hmm. uh, and it will be a, a real, I think, game changer for our students uh, and our families um, here in Quincy. Um, and um, I think our students and families will be very, very excited, and our staff as well, uh, to see this beautiful building when it opens. Again, it's a state-of-the-art facility that was really spearheaded by the mayor and the school committee looking at the, the needs of our students with autism here in Quincy. Uh, and making sure that we built the very best facility f for those students. Um, and um, we're excited to see the, the building open and then the process for um, beginning programming there. Um, so that could potentially begin as early as January wow. for perhaps our pre-K students, but we want to make sure our uh, families are comfortable with a uh, mid-year transition. Um, certainly students in our CARES programs, that uh, transition would not happen probably this year. It would happen most likely in September. I see. Just because those students um, 
typically uh, do well uh, in a setting where transitions are kept to a minimum. So we'd be looking at potentially transitioning those students in September. We certainly want to make sure that we give our families the opportunity to tour the building. Mm. Uh, and make decisions about their student placement before any transitions occur. And so we're um, hoping that, you know, tours could begin as early as November, December, uh, opening up to the public to uh, showcase the facility, and they will see how we've, um, thanks to Mrs. Perkins yes. and her team, mm -hmm. uh, that's her expertise in special education, uh, that the facility really has taken into consideration all the needs that uh, students with autism would require and we you know obviously we looked at other facilities and took from other facilities around the state to make sure that we really had the most modern most state-of-the-art uh, programming and facility uh, for our students so it's a work in progress and we look forward to working with our uh, students our families and our staff in making that transition as comfortable mm. uh, and as efficient as possible moving forward so this really, this really jumped ahead quickly. It was, uh, it was, a, it was not scheduled to really open until the fall of 2024. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I know that the mayor and uh, Mr. Hines and his team have really been pushing to get this school opened, uh, so it gives us the greatest opportunity to showcase it to our families. Yes, uh, and obviously have our staff a part of that transition, so that they, everyone knows. Uh, in reviewing um, the building that it is something that um, hopefully will be a great benefit to their students. Yeah. Aaron, can you maybe talk a little bit about um, who the students uh, are that will be attending the center? How many of them do you need additional staff, uh, support services to, to get this program up and running? Yeah. Um, so it will be primarily for students with autism, mm -hmm. uh, K to 8. K to 8. At least okay. to start. Um, and then, you know, we do have space that we could possibly go to 12. Okay. but I think to start we'll start with our K to 8 students and then also pre-K um, so we'll have a mixture of our integrated classes and our CARES classes which is our classes for students with autism um, you know I think we're shooting for around 350 students okay. um, and we are hoping that uh, some of our families once we have an opportunity as the superintendent said to showcase the building bring families in meet with families that it really will be an opportunity for some of our students who you know maybe go to play placements that are really far away where children have to spend an hour or more on a vehicle um, will be wanting to hopefully transition their child to the learning center. That's important. It's voluntary, right? It's it is voluntary, yeah. okay. yep. And we'll absolutely be working with families. Um, you know, I think it is going to be a really amazing place. Mm. I think it's an amazing opportunity for our city and for our students and our families in our city. These are families who you know, don't necessarily get to have that sense of community in their home school, and now they are going to have a home school in Quincy. Yeah. We we built a parent center right in the oh. school. Um, we're working with places like um, Quincy After School to develop a relationship where we can offer some integrating integrated programming after school for our students um, and also the Quincy Aftercare students. Okay. Um, we will, you know, we will be talking about staff this year and what we need mm -hmm. to make sure that the building runs smoothly. Um, you know, we want it to be designed for students with autism in mind, obviously, sure. and so you know, what that looks like um, for staffing. If we need to increase, it'll be something that, you know, we work with the 
the mayor, the school committee, and the superintendent. Yeah. Will the grades be segregated in, within the building, or how does yeah, that work? Yeah, great question. There's yeah. different wings. Okay. It's really beautiful, yeah. unbelievable. I can't wait to see it. yeah. It's really awesome. And so there's different wings. Every wing has a theme. Oh. Like we have an underwater theme. Okay. And, um, it, it's really just a, the colors were purposefully selected yeah. to be calming um, colors. There's and a lot of sensory thought that has go into uh, this this particular age group, right? This absolutely. In that yeah. we have a we actually have a sensory room, oh. um, you know, that will be dedicated just to that idea yeah. of students with sensory needs having a place to kind of come and de-escalate, or mm. you know, just take a minute if they need it. Um, and we also have, and I know the superintendent was a huge advocate of a full-service kitchen oh. uh, which is amazing because we do have students with um, sensory issues mm -hmm. or sensory concerns and especially that can impact their diet and so having the ability to really tailor our menu um, to those students and trying to introduce them to new foods new textures you know I think is something that we're very excited about and and also wanted to make sure we incorporated within the building yeah now will this be their sole place of education every day yes, yes. This, this is their school it will be know. their school yeah. absolutely and I you know we do have plans uh, we, we you know we're working on developing a really um, thoughtful way to also work on inclusion when mm -hmm. students are ready so I'm um, working with the staff from the you know the learning center the Christopher Learning Center and working on graduate building up gradual transition we will still have cares classes um, within our our buildings, yep. you know, for those students who are ready to fully transition and do the and be in an inclusive setting. Okay. Um, but we are really designing and modeling this building after the social collaborative. Oh, okay. Um, so and places like that. Yes, so yes. you know, so that ability to minimize the transitions between pre-K and K, and then you know five and mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. six, where is which is really typically where we we have a hard time. Students, you know, this is students that struggle with uh, transitions. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking thinking too you know so part so much of the school uh, life is also the social aspect yeah. um, you know extracurricular activities mm -hmm. sporting activities so to be able to have maybe their own athletic team or their own drama group you know or something yeah. like that that they can call their own right mm -hmm. it's a big part of the school experience uh, yeah. so they can and be able to yeah. call themselves I'm, I'm a de Christophe early learning center student as mm -hmm. opposed to you know I don't know I'm a southwest middle school student or what have you yeah. so it gives them a base it definitely does yeah. and I think you know also just um, with those teams you know maybe looking at ways where we can take those extracurricular opportunities like an after-school program or something like that and try to weave in the idea of inclusion because mm -hmm. that's a less structured less formal time where we can right. really build up a student's ability to you know be in an inclusive setting and um, work together um, and you know be a, a great member of our community yeah. which is eventually what we want for all of our kids we, we could do a whole show just on this yeah. We'll have to have you back when it's open and <laughs> get an update. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin, another, of course, big project facing the school system is possibly a new Squantum Elementary School. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Another exciting program. As um, probably most people know, we have been approved by the Mass School Building Authority to build a new Squantum Elementary School. Um, and um, our enrollment, uh, projected enrollment for that school will be around 380 students. Wow. Um, so it, it is a very exciting program. We have a um, community meeting scheduled for September 14th at 6.30 at the Squantum Elementary School Gymnasium so that the community can come and give us ideas and 
um, express their opinions about what the new school should look like mm -hmm. and um, the programming and the grounds and the actual facility itself. So we're looking forward to getting community feedback on that. Um, we have selected a, the design team per MSBA, Mass School Building Authority uh, regulations. We have selected a architect um, and um, it's Arrow Street is the architect. Oh, okay. They've built a very um, a, a lot of uh, highly impressive schools throughout the state. So we're very fortunate to have them on board as our architect. Um, we have uh, visited some of the schools that they have already done. We visited Aaron and um, Mrs. Perkins and I visited uh, the Hildred School in Harvard, Mass, as well as the Shaw School in Millbury, Mass. That they were responsible for doing very beautiful schools. So we got some exciting ideas. Uh, from those schools, um, but um, I think when the process is complete, we'll have the involvement of all stakeholders, which is the purpose of this meeting on September yes. 14th, and together we can build a school that the community will, will be very proud of. Uh, first day of school, Wednesday, September 6th, for grades 1 through 9, Thursday, September 7th, grades 10 through 12, September 11th for kindergarten and pre-kindergarten. You need bus drivers, Yes, um, <laughs> a public service announcement. Thank yes. you, Joe, for that. Uh, we need uh, bus drivers and bus monitors. We can always use paraprofessionals as well, lunch attendants. Okay. Um, so anyone interested in a school um, position, whether it be a teacher or a custodian or a bus driver or a lunch attendant, please feel free to contact the Human Resource Office or call my office directly. We'll get you in touch with the right people, and uh, we could certainly use the help. And there are excellent jobs available for um at all levels for anyone interested. All right. Thank you both. Really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank Thanks you so much, us. Joe. You are welcome. Appreciate it's a pleasure. It. We'll see you again uh, throughout the school year. Great. Thank you.